0: to predictability, the milkman.
1: To How rude and exhaustive deconstruction of the classic 90s sitcom Full House. My name is John Pertasek, and to... Well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm trying my best. I'm just one man trying his ever-loving a goopy gravy best, but yet the man to my right is acting, but a fool... <laughs> You kind of reminded me of when Trump made fun of that disabled reporter. <laughs> oh, no. You know how he did. You uh, know how he did. all those parallels. Oh, but who's talking? Oh, it's the man to my right, whose Hi. name is? Brandon Shockney. Yeah, that's right. It's together, Brandon and I are just a couple of... we Red dudes, dudes. We're dudes. We're just a couple, a couple of... Dodd dodds. rods. Dodd rods? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're having fun with it. It's fine. <laughs> You're having fun. <laughs> yeah. You got to make your fun. You got to find it. When you can, after you've been, and while you can.
2: <laughs> after you've been doing the podcast that long, you got to find new ways to keep it
1: exciting. We only you. have so much time yeah. on this little blue marble we call Earth. Yeah. Get your kicks while you can on Route 66. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, don't get your no kicks. Uh, you go to Route 66 like all law-abiding citizens. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you're wondering why we haven't introduced the guest, it's because we have no guest. It's a bonus episode. Bonus! Now like in a the bonus past, level. Yeah. Ooh, bonus level. Like, like all you of your... You found it. You okay. found the secret passage yeah. in the game to yeah. get to the bonus area. We've, we've talked a lot about... You've done a lot of bonus levels about Garfield jokes. Yeah. You've done a lot of... Uh, you, you, you did that very extended bit about the secret episode of the podcast that hmm. doesn't exist.
2: Okay, yeah. How about Bone Us episode? Oh, man. That's another route to take it down. I don't I don't need anybody to bone me, so I'm bonus episode. I'm fine. Hey listeners, bonus.
1: Here's Brandon's address. One, two, buckle my shoe. Drive. Three, four, kick down the door. Five-six, suck his dick. Apartment. Okay. Number. Three. <laughs> this is a bonus episode, but we're not in our tummies because we're not watching a film or talking about a TV show. Right. We're in we're in chairs. Because we had to stare and take a look at a book, okay? It's in a book, so take a look, okay? It's reading rainbow. That's right. We're covering two additional Full House books today, Brandon. Oh, first of all, I must ask you: do not put your hands on the table. Do not put your hands on it. Never do that. You're doing it. It shakes the table, Brandon. You're doing it. Don't do it. What's the name of your book, Brandon? My book is the Full House Sisters book collection colon no <laughs> no it's Full You're House it Sisters too there you go
2: colon problems in paradise that by pause, Deborah Pearlberg that
1: pause that you took did you need to make sure or were you just trying to inject some effect
2: don't smell good. the book mm, it smells good my book is nothing called, like nothing like the smell of that, of that sweet sweet paper.
1: I would I would say that I'm a bu- I'm a book guy. I like books. I like reading. I should read more. <sighs> #Hashtag Everyone. My book is called Truth or Dare, and it's from the Full House Club Stephanie line.
2: Oh, I want to be in that club. Oh, I'm gonna get in a club
1: by being Stephanie. That's how you be in the club. It's Whoa. a club where there's one member and one president, and she is a vicious taskmaster. President Stephanie. 2020. Now, Brandon, I'm going to discuss my book first, because I have a feeling that this book, unlike My Best Friend Is a Movistar, is, uh, this is not, this is not as good as that, is what I'm trying to say. So this is called uh, Truth or Dare. It is written by, well, you have to, first of all, it's from the line Minstrel Books. It's a minstrel book. Yep. Is, Is yours also a minstrel book? Yes. Heidi Ho and Heidi Hay a minstrel, I say, this day. Mine was originally three ninety nine. dollars Oh, mine was uh, also $3.99 in the U.S. Five fifty dollars in Canada. Wow. Suck on that, Canucks. Now, this book was written by, uh, well, it's, it's Kathy Clark. I believe Kathy Clark probably wrote the book that I read last time. I can't really remember, but who wrote your book? I said it earlier, Deborah oh.
2: Pearlberg. We'll say it a third time. Deborah Pearlberg. She pops in that chair. <laughs> More three times! Hello, dear! <laughs> I'll have the Pearlberg.
1: Medium well. <laughs> so, my book, this is the first, I didn't realize this when I bought it. It's the first in a trilogy. So. Cliffhangy. Cliffhangy. Absolute cliffhangy. Every chapter, I swear to God, ends it's like okay. a Goosebumps chapter. Like, every Goosebumps chapter would end with someone grabbed Tommy from behind. It was a cold, wet hand! <laughs>
2: Chapter two. It's just Nana. <laughs> oh. Grabbed him from behind.
1: Yeah. Cold, wet hands. Well, like on the shoulder. Oh. It's an old woman's hand. She did. <laughs> she died. Soon. <laughs> I took a she picture died. of Grandma, and then the Polaroid <laughs> came out, and she was in a coffin. Well, it is your Nana. She died soon. <laughs> <laughs> she died soon. <laughs> this is the first in a trilogy. Uh, Truth or Dare is the first entry. Summertime Secrets is the second entry, and The Real Thing is the third entry. I don't know what happens in the other two books, so I can't speak to that. Will I look it up? No. (laughs) I don't especially care. I was saying before we started recording, there are so many Full House books that we could do an entire podcast just on that.
2: Is that what you guys
1: want? Is that what you want, you sick fucks? (laughs) Fucking tugging on your ropes downstairs? Flicking your goddamn candy jelly bellies. You fucking sick freaks. What do you fucking want from us? Just fucking say it. Just fucking say it. Um, there are so many books, and yet we aren't going to cover them all. So I'll, I'll never find out what happens to That's Stephanie. what you think. What do you mean? <laughs> what kind of threat is that?
2: That's what you think.
1: You're just saying in general? Yeah. I might one day read the other two books in this yeah. series? Well, let me tell you what this is about. So this is the only character from Full House is Stephanie. We talk to no one else from the original. But you show. get
2: you get a new cast of fun characters. Like yes. who's that
1: girl in that pink hat? Oh my God! This witch. Oh my God, this Broadway Wicked Witch. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, her name is Renee. She is the goddamn worst. What you have to understand is throughout the entire Club Stephanie series and the Stephanie books in general, she comes up against this group of girls known as the Flamingos. Mm -hmm. The Flamingos are the worst. They're made up of these evil little girls and they all wear pink. The book is obsessed with telling you that every single person in this group is wearing a pink barrette or a pink baby tee. Didn't like that detail. Didn't need it. Didn't appreciate it. Baby tee. Pink shorts. Pink uh, little, like, scrunchy, clunky shoes. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're obsessed. And they're just mean girls. I never thought about this, but some girls are just mean girls. And I think that's what this book captures. Mm -hmm. I think that there's more room to explore that idea of the mean girls Mm -hmm. And I just think that I'm surprised we haven't seen more exploration of the idea of the mean girls. I'm just surprised. I'm surprised. I'm sitting here and I'm surprised. So Stephanie is all excited because she's getting away from the Tanner family for a full summer. And by a full summer, I mean a full four weeks. Wow. It's a four-week. It's a month. It's a sleepaway camp. Get ready to sleep because you're going to be doing a lot of it at nighttime, though.
2: Over what month, June. I don't know. July? I don't think they specified. Can't be July. She goes.
1: <laughs> Why not July? Because they would have mentioned 4th of. <laughs> well, maybe that's what happens in the second book. Brandon, I told you I don't know. Why are oh. you yelling at me? She goes to this place called Camp Sailaway. Seloe, sail Sailaway. Sail away. let me say, let me open Camp
2: Sail away? Camp Sail away. Is there a reference to Camp Sail away in your book? No, um but they go to in my book they go to uh hold on a second. Uh it's, it's hotel.
1: hotel Hideaway. Hotel Hideaway, Camp Sail away. <laughs> And th- this is a girl's camp that sits next to a boy's camp. <gasps> ah! oh, across the lake. <laughs> across the lake. Just a bunch of boys. And, and I can't really... The camp is called like camp, Camp's Weathervane or some such thing. I can't really remember. Hmm. Uh, if you're wondering if I took any highlighted notes in this book, uh, I did not because I burned through it and there wasn't a lot going on. So she goes there and she is obsessed obsessed with the idea that she is not going to be a SIT. She's not going to be a SIT this year, a, C-I-T, a SIT.
2: What's that? She's not
1: going to be a SIT. A SIT, a C-I-T, is a counselor in training. See? God, she's such a nerd. She's such a fucking nerd. She, she actively is talking about how she wants responsibility. She's like, no, no, I want to work. I want to help, like, lead the other littler kids in activities, and I want to, like, do work. Isn't there a way that I can help? I don't want to have fun on my fucking summer goddamn camp break. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lounge around with my friends and goof off like any kid would want to. No. First, you have to become a CIT. Then you become a junior counselor, and then you get the oh-so-coveted, ippy-drippy, give-me-the-icky role of counselor. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what she when she gets there, she's already disappointed because she knows that her application was sent in... Technically, it got there late. She says that she sent it in the mail before the deadline, but there is a woman at this camp who is a stickler for the rules. Oh, no. oh my God. She's the assistant director of the camp. There's, like, Mr. Maccabee, who runs the camp, the director, and she's the assistant director. Her name is Heather. And, my God, this woman needs to get laid. She needs to get laid because all she thinks about are rules, regulations. Rules. She'd think about the drools. <laughs> She'd think about the scoots. And she says to, she is very, she's written so cartoonishly. She's literally like, well, I'm sorry, Stephanie, but that's the rules. And if without the rules, we would have chaos. A little bit like me. A little bit. Like, you can see maybe a little bit of me in Heather. And she's like, sorry, we already have all the sets we need. If we had one more set, that would throw the whole system off. The, one more? <laughs> I don't think so. No. And uh, what Stephanie also doesn't realize is that she's not... So all of her friends are sits.
2: You have to stop saying sits. sits.
1: I got a real raunchy case of the sits. (laughs) All of her friends are CITs. So really it's just about she wants to be with her friends and if she's not a CIT...
2: (laughs) They say it so much! I didn't believe you. She never shuts
1: the fuck up about it. And they're like, "Sorry, Steph, we gotta like go teach all these different uh, classes because <laughs> you know we're fucking CITS and you're not." <clears throat> One of them is going off to the, the stables. One is teaching arts and crafts, and she really wants to. Wor- Stephanie wants to work by the lake because she apparently has a lot of sailing experience. Stephanie, our Stephanie from <laughs> the show I the don't house. wanna
2: have responsibility for her. She's it's our ours. Stephanie.
1: She's the worst, but we claim her as our own. <laughs> and that's where that's where her heart pulls her. If she had an I Want song in a musical version of yeah. Club Stephanie, Truth or Dare, it would be how she wants. Mm-hmm. She would sing I'd Rather Be Sailing from A New Brain. Are you familiar We're, with that yeah. show? Well.
2: I know everyone on this campgrounds wants me to be sailing. Everyone on this campgrounds?
1: <laughs> Campsgrounds?
2: Campsgrounds. Okay.
1: You're doing pretty well there. You were
2: actually right on
1: the... Yeah. You're on track, Weird Al. You were really on track. <laughs> Good for you. Um, so, that, as if that's not bad enough. Oh, my God. Jesus, Lord in heaven. Who's there but the flamingos from Husku? <laughs> oh, hi, girls. <laughs> Maybe we could get along this summer. No! Oh, God! <laughs> oh, my face! You scarred my face, Flamingo. Uh, uh, is that you apologizing? Uh, are you going to puke on me? <laughs> you puked a rock on my face. They're not dinosaurs now. <laughs> so everyone is really pissed off by the fact that these girls are here because they, they always make things the worst. They reference other books. Like, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, my God. Like that time Renee on the cover, she took my boyfriend. Or the time that Renee or ruin my life Man. three other times. That was
2: really Boyfriend Baffle. That's that, the name of the book.
1: The Boyfriend Baffle? baffle? That's not the worst. That could easily fit in. There's one called The Boy Oh Boy Next Door, yeah. for God's sake. The Boyfriend Baffle. It's actually a, an old musical from the 1930s. Didn't do well. The Boyfriend Baffle. Nah, nah, nah. The Boyfriend Baffle. It's really racist. Nah, nah, nah. It's... <laughs> You would think that there's just a little bit of, like, innocence there. No. Aggressive. (laughs) It's aggressive. Um, So the... Okay, so the director of the camp is the stepfather of one of the flamingos. So the idea is that they get to basically like do whatever they want. They rule the camp. Yeah, they rule the school and the camp. And he's kind of a pushover. Uh, and Heather mm-hmm. is the only one that's sort of pushing him to sort of stick to the rules. Yeah. Uh, but then, oh
0: scandal.
1: You know how I said that they had all the CITs they needed? And the only way Stephanie might become a CIT is if someone couldn't perform their duties. Yeah. Well, strangely enough, one of the CITs was running through the woods on her feet, and she slipped in the mud and fucking broke her leg. Ouch. Not twisted her ankle. She fucking <laughs> broke her gut. No! She shows up in a cast sobbing, and she's like, Now I can't be a CIT. Oh, my God. There's a big gaping fucking hole, and someone's got to fill it. Stephanie wants to fill it, but what's that? Oh no, no, no! Renee of the flamingos. Oh. She got a friend too, who also isn't a CIT. What's her name? Her name is Tiffany. Is this Tiffany? No, on the cover is Renee. This is Renee on the cover.
2: Shouldn't it be Tiffany? No, it should be.
1: Renee is the true. She is the Thanos of the club. Yeah. Stephanie. She's constantly She's showing the up. Regina. The, the Regina.
2: Mean Girls. Is it Regina?
1: What's mean girls?
2: Regina George? She's a boy? No, just because her last name is George doesn't mean she's a boy. Mm-hmm. Takes all kinds. <laughs> what does that even mean? <coughs>
1: <laughs> Fuck you! Can I please explain the rest of my life? Yes, please. Okay, sorry. great. I won't take too much more of your time. Now, Renee's friend Tiffany's a big fucking dum-dum. She's a goddamn pile of fucking peanut shells. <laughs> fucking discarded. Fucking throw to the trash, because Tiffany ain't got nothing upstairs. Ding, ding. Third floor, nothing. There's nothing on the top floor. The third floor, nothing. Second floor, men's work. <laughs> So <laughs> I hope they don't get the coughing.
2: Who's Tiffany does that? What? Who's saying that? The
1: listeners. Giovanni, I don't know. So Tiffany doesn't even really want to be SCIT, that's pretty clear from the get-go. She's not interested and she's kind of dumb and she kind of gets along with Stephanie. They have a li- they have a few moments where they sort of have shared moments of, like, laughing at Heather for being such a rule stickler. But the problem is Tiffany is just under the thumb of Renee, so she really will do whatever Renee wants. And Renee is like, "Uh, you will be the CIT. We will fuck Stephanie over. Don't you fucking goddamn worry about that. So Heather decides that there's going to be a contest, a straight-up contest, to decide who gets to be the CIT who will work by the lake and do sailing courses with small children. Stephanie has sailing experience. Tiffany straight-up doesn't. They say that. Mm. She straight-up doesn't have the same level of experience, but Heather's like, no, 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 no. Let's make this interesting. She puts them through a series of trials like, hey, run from here to the lodge and back and see who gets to fucking do it the fastest. Let's see who wins that round. And they're like, why would we do that? And she goes, because a CIT has to be prepared for anything. Walk on that fucking... Uh, Walk on that little, uh, oh goodness, the, be- uh, the bar, like when you're crossing uh, a bridge. What's the bar? Ledge. The ledge of the bridge? Is that what it would be called? The lip. Walk on the lip of the bridge. Show me your gymnastic skills. Why? The because a CIT must be prepared for anything. Get in a fucking boat. Work on a boat. Do this. Do that. Okay? But then at a certain point, oh my God, there's a lint trap emergency in the laundry room. I swear to God, she gets a page, and she has to go. She's like, there could be a fire. That could result in a fire, a lint trap mishap. Oh, my God, fire or The 101. lint trap mishap. Stephanie's theory is that the Flamingos planned this so she would have to leave because one of the Flamingos is constantly hounding Heather and being like, hey, can I help you run the contest? I can just help you run the contest. Just, you know, if you need me to, like, run the stopwatch, for the time trials or anything? And Stephanie's like, no! Saboteur! Saboteur! Mesquiteurs! <laughs> no! Le Chalamet! No! <laughs> At once, so Heather leaves, and uh, this girl, I think her name was like Jill or something, is like, all right, guys, I'm running the stopwatch. Oh, Stephanie, oh my God, you lost. And you lost that, too, and this event as well. Oopsie doodle, oopsie doodle. Mm-hmm. Guess you're not going to be a goddamn set. bitch. Did I mention there's a boy in the story?
2: There's a, there always is. It ain't
1: no story without a boy. You gotta get a sweet boy.
2: What's his name? His name is Luke. What does, what does uh, Stephanie find attractive about him? There's always one feature where Stephanie's like, I love his blank. They talk about his green eyes a lot. Okay, good. Every I time have, he I laps, have a better
1: uh, oh There's a point in that one, too. Oh, yes. Oh, goodness. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. The, I, I was focusing on a lot of the flamingo stuff. The other big part of this is Luke. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, he's he's at the other camp, and his he's water skiing behind a motorboat, and it capsizes her canoe. And he's like, wow, sorry. And she's like, uh, hey, who is this boy I see? <laughs> And they go out on a couple of, like, very, like, young kid sort of hangout dates. But Luke's friend Max and Renee as well have a warning for Stephanie. He is trouble, with a capital T. And he used to be a CIT last year, but he's not a junior counselor this year. Why? Why isn't he still on track to become a counselor? Mm Mm-mm. vandalism he there's no hard evidence there's no hard evidence (laughs) except in Stephanie's fucking pants that he committed this crime last summer the boathouse was vandalized with paint and things were destroyed uh, but they didn't have enough proof to basically say like you fucking did this Luke so they let him back at the camp mainly because he lives at the lake all year round anyway and his parents leave during the summer so he gotta go somewhere go to the camp just two fucking feet away He's dumb, dumb. He likes Stephanie, and he's always pushing her to maybe break the rules a little bit, bend them, bend them until they don't snap them. You gotta push it, edge Mm. it, edge it, Stephanie, (laughs) just right up to the fucking edge. There are some oddly intimate moments between the two of them. Like he comes up behind her, like to take off a life jacket, but then he's like holding her from behind, and like it talks about how the breath is on her neck. She's actively like, oh my God, what is happening? <laughs> They're fucking riding their mountain bikes through the woods in a, on a rainy afternoon and she slips no. in the mud and he like kisses her like in the rain and the mud. Ew. And it's like, all yeah, right, kids, dead. calm down. What do you think some of the rules that Luke breaks are? He stays out past curfew. No, he would never. As an alternative, here's something that he actually did. Okay. He switched out the camp movie. With a blooper reel of the counselors, like, getting into goofy situations. Who did this? Oh, I should have known it was you, Luke. Only Luke would have done such a horrible, awful thing. What movie were they going to watch? An old western. Cool movie. (laughs) Little kids love old westerns. All of Stephanie's friends, I swear to God, really do think that was a bad thing for him to do. They're like, "I, I really kind of can't believe that he did that. And also, did you see when he walked that tightrope with no net? That was like two stories above the ground. (gasps) He's dangerous, Stephanie. And Renee especially is like, listen, bitch, I know that we're fucking enemies, but you listen to me. Luke is fucking garbage, okay? Do not fucking go out with him. And she's like, fuck you, Renee. Fuck you. You do not fucking know me, okay? I have this fucking contest. I will become a CIT like you. I will be your fucking equal. Because did I mention Renee is her cabin CIT? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, my cabin CIT is Renee of oh, all the people. Oh, God. The contest comes to head because there's a tie that needs to be broken. There's oh. a big dance where the girls and the boys come together. <laughs> and here's the tiebreaker. They have to serve as much punch as they can. <laughs> Heather's like, you fucking start here. You hand out as many full cups. No one drink. No one drink from the cups. That's what she says. I need to count full cups. So no sippies. No gulpies, okay? All right? Don't get greedy. I know we all thirsty and it's summertime, but slow down. Your roll is too fast. Slow it down. Stephanie wins. And Tiffany, in tears, just straight up says, I didn't even want to be a CIT anyway. You guys fucking forced me to do this. I hate this. I run away and change. She doesn't quit. She loses. I quit. (coughs) You can't quit if you lose. I lose quit. So... Luke is like, hey, congratulations. Here some fucking wildflowers I picked. I uh, ducked out for a hot second to uh, pick those flowers when I knew you were going to win. So everybody's all celebrating because Stephanie's going to get to be a CIT. Uh-huh. And, oh, my God, the party is ruined, the uh, dance, what? because there's a dramatic announcement. Uh-huh. The boys' camp boathouse has uh-huh. been vandalized uh, again. Look, look. You don't know that. Is that where it ends? That's where it fucking ends because they go and check out the boathouse it's been vandalized, but the kids are allowed to just go and check it out. Mm. And there's all these spray-painted caricatures of the counselors. And looks like, this is pretty funny. And Stephanie's like, no, it's not. And, oh, my God, like, how could you do this? And she has a mental note where she's like, oh, my God, the same green paint on his shirt is that on which the walls are born. <laughs> the paint on which the walls are painted. Oh, my God, it's on your shirt. And she finds underneath his bed... She goes to his fucking cabin. Underneath his bunk, empty spray paint cans and a list itemizing the damage.
2: So it was definitely him.
1: Itemizing exactly what was destroyed and in what order, I guess. And Luke comes up, like, comes into the cabin and she's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, are these yours? And he's like, no. And she's like, this is your handwriting. And he goes, it looks like my handwriting. But I swear to you, it's fucking not. Let's just fucking fuck. <laughs> Come on. Break the rules. Uh, just bend them. Edge it. I'm a big edger. I'm a straight edger. And that's where it ends. It's like 50, the first Fifty Shades of Grey book. She yeah. ends it with her heart broken. What happens? I do not know. I do not care. <laughs> I do not need you to tell me if you've read it. You can tell me if you want to. But that's the book. It's uh, real fucking dumb. Brandon, tell me about your book because I'm sure it's much better.
2: All righty, that was Put the better Full in Full House them. Sisters: Problems in Paradise. So let me start off by saying they've got some problems in paradise. The sisters is are just no Michelle and Stephanie. No DJ. So DJ is in none of these books. She doesn't have her own books. I'm always tickled by that. So some of the uh, some of the. Tanner family is going to Hawaii. Not all of them. So we have uh, Stephanie, Michelle, Danny, Becky, Jesse, and the twins are going.
1: Do we get explanations of why other people aren't going?
0: Like Joey.
2: No. No. We don't? Where's DJ? No. (laughs) Where's DJ? No. (laughs) So here's the first line of the book. We're starting with the first line of the Mm -hmm. book. Okay. Hawaii is a land of crashing surf and majestic palm trees. Racist. <laughs> so, Stephanie's and Michelle are excited to go to Hawaii. Ms. Shark. Stephanie has a new <laughs> sister? I, 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 the Adventures excited,
1: of Lava Boy and
2: Shark. They're excited to go to Hawaii for different reasons. Stephanie's excited to stay in the Hawaiian Hideaway Hotel, which is... Uh, one of the most luxurious hotels on the Hawaiian Islands. Uh-huh, I bet. So uh, they're excited because there's, like, room service there, like a spa, like all this different stuff. That's why Stephanie's excited, because she can be pampered. Now, Michelle's excited. That's not she, the
1: Stephanie I know. The Stephanie I know likes to work.
2: And now, Michelle's excited because she has a whole list of stuff she wants to do. Snorkeling, surfing, swimming, sailboarding, sailing, hiking. She wants to do all of it in one week. They have one week. And Stephanie says, just leave time for the really important stuff. Like having facials and mud packs in the hotel spa. So uh who is and Stephanie? Michelle's like, I don't wanna do that. We can do that in San Francisco. I wanna do Hawaiian type stuff. She wants like to put six an
1: six apple days. in a pig's mouth.
2: So and then there's the segment, of course, where it says at home in San Francisco, Stephanie Michelle and their older sister DJ shared a very full house. And then it explains oh, the, the plot of, of course. the whole show.
1: They um, don't they to be fair, they do not do that. Wow. She does say at one point she has to serve a table for ten. Mm-hmm. She's like, I do that all the, all the time.
2: All right. <laughs> so, uh So, uh, like, they're, they're, t- they're talking about how uh, Danny and Aunt Becky seem, like, very tired, and they're excited, like, to lie around and, like, just chill on this vacation. They convinced him. To go to Hawaii. I, I for a vacation. remind me, is Jesse on this vacation? Yes. Okay. Because it really makes it but seem... But they don't really talk about him much. That's very strange. Mm-hmm. So, and there's there's all these things about, it's going to be the perfect vacation. Totally perfect. Oh, no. Perfect. Oh, like, no. So, just within, like, perfect, 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 right? They land their plane, they get... And they're waiting for their bus to their hotel, right? Okay. To so the Hawaiian, Hawaiian Hideaway Hotel. And then they realize, oh, I don't, we don't see our bus. And mere seconds of not seeing their bus right away. Stephanie goes, I've got a bad feeling about this. And she's like, what do you mean? She's like, I mean, I really hope the rest of our perfect vacation turns out better than this. Than waiting for the bus. I just can't find their bus. That's it. And then literally the next chapter, they say perfect again. Oh my God, this has to be the perfect vacation. The bus shows up. <laughs> like, well, Stephanie seconds. wants those fucking mud packs. So the people that show up, um, they're, they're they say we're gonna take you to the Hawaiian Hideaway Hotel, and they're like, no, I'm sorry, we're supposed to go to what did I say it was. I don't know because they're very similar. That's the that's the problem. The Hawaiian Hideaway is where they want to go, okay. but they they end up uh, in a different hotel. I knew this was gonna happen. Called the Hideaway Haven. Hotel. Hideaway Haven? Haven, I'm sorry. So, so what, did Danny um, just make a mistake? Yes, he, he reserved the wrong hotel. And this hotel's authentic. So it's just like huts. There's no cable TV. There's no spa. There's no nothing. instead are about to packs. Stephanie's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And Michelle's like, I kind of like it. This will be fun. It'll be authentic. It's different. Stephanie's like... Are you serious? It's ruined. This is ruined. So the, the man that owns the hotel, Mr. Grant, uh, he, with Mary Blue Eyes. He has Mary Blue Eyes. Uh, he has his son. He has what? Mary Blue Eyes. Mary Blue Eyes.
1: M-E-R-R-Y. Yes. That is something I have just never, Mary has never, no. That's it's, right.
2: And then uh, he has a son named Joe who's about Michelle's age. So oh. they, they kind of hit it off, and okay. Joe starts to show Michelle around, right? So he shows her, like, different paths around the hotel. Okay. Um, so it, it goes back and forth. It does Game of Thrones. So it goes back and forth. It's like, Stephanie. And then the next chapter will go, Michelle. I didn't understand. So you know, what Game of Thrones did. So you know, like, who you're following in yeah, this chapter. Thank God. Um, yeah, because I wouldn't be able to know. Uh, how about totally primitive, not to mention depressing. That's what Stephanie thinks about this hotel. But but Danny seems to really like it. He's like, oh, I like this. Let's just, let's. I just want to relax, right? So Danny uh, goes to relax. The, there's like a spider. So, you know, because there's a spider, that's like really scary. Um, but Joe's like, just give me the spider. It's not a big deal. Look, it's just a banana spider. It felt <laughs> soft and fuzzy like a powder puff.
1: Don't, I don't, I don't need that in my life. A little powder puff. It's yeah. what the
2: spider fell. It's like
1: my balls. <laughs>
2: So, um, Joe has to head. Joe's showing uh, Michelle around the area around the hotel. And he has to go back to help his dad with some stuff. He's like, oh, the path back is easy to follow. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, Michelle explores a little bit and she finds this watering hole. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, nice little watering hole. And, like, really green, like. Like water. <laughs> <laughs> what the water's like green? Is it? Mm-hmm. So she gets in, and Ooh, she's it's all deliciously scummy. She swims in it for a bit, and she's like, "Oh, that was nice. Oh, but I better get back." So she gets back to the to the hotel. Is there? Is there a uh, quick question?
1: Is there a lot of the of the girls? Are there a lot of moments where it's like, "Oh, we need to be back." Yeah. My book is fucking packed with those. Yeah. Just this obsessive idea of like, "Oh no, we're late. Mm-hmm. Oh no, how much time do we have?" And they always run out before they think
2: they will. Yeah. It's insane. So uh, Michelle comes back to Joe and she says, hey, so I uh, thank you for showing me around. I swam in the swimming hole. And what like, swimming hole? What swimming hole? She goes, you mean you don't know? The one that was this killed emerald, 30 years ago today. This emerald green pool right on the path? He's like, Michelle, you didn't go in, did you? God. She goes, yeah. And he goes, this is awful. I it's, mean, seriously, this is credibly terrible. Credibly terrible?
1: That's the tiki tiki mucky mucky. And she goes fucking late. What are you
2: talking about? I didn't hurt anything. What's the problem? You said it was perfectly safe. He's like Joe looked sick. He swallowed hard, oh. and his voice dropped to a whisper. Except for the green lagoon. What about the green lagoon? The green lagoon. It's cursed.
1: The blue lagoon. That's where you want to go. Sexy young adult shit.
2: It's cursed. Meanwhile. <laughs> What do
1: you mean? Meanwhile, so that was
2: Michelle. Oh, now we're so. Meanwhile, Stephanie.
1: she's
2: uh, she's going out into like the 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 swimming area, and she goes uh, and swims around, uh, and then she ends up. Or or hold on. The, there's a lot of repetition in this, so it's hard to like keep it straight. I'm sure. So Stephanie, the first time she realizes the uh the hotel hideaway, the one she wants to be at, is close by to their hotel. So she's like, I kind of just want to go see what it looks like. So she goes over there. Oh, no. And I kid you not. I kid you not. She goes, <laughs> she she goes to the hotel and she starts looking around. And people are like, hey, welcome to the Hideaway no. Hotel. Here's, no. your, here's your popcorn shrimp. And she's like, no. popcorn shrimp, but I'm not a guest. Um, and she starts taking it. She says that? Um, she says it? No. Well, fuck you're, her then. Wait a second. Wait a second, because you remember my last book, right? Yeah.
1: So hey, you she goes, old girl. <laughs> she
2: goes hey, you mature woman. She's she's going around, and she's like she's like uh, they're ass backwards. They're going total wow, total luxury here at the Hideaway Haven. They're like um, Haven, uh, and then there's this boy. That hideaway she's Haven like, is the shitty one. Um, yes, I'm sorry. This is Hawaii. Uh, Ho- or Hawaii. Hawaii or uh, hi- Hotel Hideaway. Hawaii hideaway. hideaway. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so uh, there's this lifeguard there at the big luxurious pool named Lonnie and Lonnie shows up showing off his incredible dimples. He's got really good dimples. Did they talk about
1: his body at all? (laughs) I don't fucking care about that. I wonder wonder about his birdie. (laughs) No,
2: his uh, light brown hair or dark hair, like dark eyes. She does comment on Luke's tan
1: body, I should say. Yeah,
2: I'm pretty sure Lonnie's supposed to be Hawaiian, but they never outright say it. They're like dark eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the dark so, eyes of the savage. So Stephanie realizes she, she's here, and she goes. Someone goes, "Hey, Stephanie!" And she turns around. She's like, "Oh my god, it's Amber! It's my friends from three of my friends from school are, Who are here." They? It's like uh, Amber, Molly, um, and someone else. Amber's really the only one that matters.
1: Uh, th- she's got seven friends in another other book. Uh, they're way too many friends. Uh, none of them are those names. I don't so think.
2: they're like. Uh, This is a great hotel, isn't it? Amber Amber says. She's like, oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Water slide looks really fun. She's like, oh, you got to try it. She's like, oh, no, they think I'm a guest here. So she goes, oh, you see, I'm not a... And then Amber cuts her... Alani cuts her off. The boy always cuts her off going, Amber was the first one on the slide yesterday. Uh, It's like, okay. So she tries to say again... Or, or, or the, there's this whole thing of like, oh, there's hula classes here. Not enough people have signed up. We need one more person to sign up or they won't do the class. <gasps> Stephanie. This is
1: Jacob's Ladder come, fucking scenario. Come take the
2: classes with us. And she's like, no. I mean, I can't take hula lessons. I'm not. Lonnie goes, no excuses. Um, with a grin. Fucking no means no. Stephanie tried to explain. It's just that I can't because, hey, Amber, heard anything about our lessons yet? Three more girls run up. She wants to try to tell her friends so bad. She ends up in these situations where she tries to explain, but people just won't let her.
1: Yeah, because they want her ass <laughs> to fall backwards into the fucking lap of luxury.
2: So uh she uh, eventually just kind of says, okay, I'll I'll go to the hula lessons, right? Because she's just going to go to one. She'll tell them later. The, the class won't happen if she doesn't go. So she feels obligated. The class won't happen if she doesn't go. Right. This
1: luxury hotel, they can't get one person to fucking fill this in?
2: Nope. Uh, So she thinks I'll be be doing them a favor. So she goes and takes lessons. Let's cut back to Michelle here. Um, She's told there's an evil spirit that lives in the lagoon. Uh, (laughs) This is great. This is great. (laughs) He goes, goes, uh, there's this guy that stayed here about two weeks ago. He said that the people who lived around here a long time ago believed that anyone who swam in the green lagoon would be cursed. And Michelle's like, and you believe that guy two he probably, weeks ago, huh? He probably just liked making up stories to scare you. And Joe goes, I don't think so. Joe said in a grim tone, This guy's a scientist, an archaeologist. And Michelle goes, Oh, Michelle knew that archaeologists didn't make up stuff like that. <laughs> archaeologists don't
1: do that. Scientists don't. Lie. It's a very pro-science book. I appreciate yes.
2: that. Um, so uh, she uh, she's told, oh, you'll have bad luck. You'll have bad luck until the full moon, and then something really terrible will happen. Oh
1: my God. <laughs> This fucking pedophile talking to this goddamn kid all night about a fucking um, Green Lagoon.
2: So uh, she's like, oh, no. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen, though, because I don't believe in curses and evil spirits. Well, so she goes. I like Michelle. She's, goes, she supports science and she doesn't yeah. fucking believe in bullshit. So she goes to hang out with her family because they're having like a little picnic lunch. And she goes out there and she asks for sandwiches because uh, they, made, they made like peanut butter, tuna, egg salad and cream cheese and olives. Uh, and she's like cream Not- cheese and olive goes, sandwiches. Not the cream cheese and olive, please. I'll take tuna, goat cheese. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I could go for a fucking egg
2: salad sandwich. And Sandy. then uh, she's putting sunblock on, right? <laughs> Thank you for showing me that she's been given. Uh, but then the the picnic basket falls into the water. <gasps>
1: bad luck. Filled with food. Bad luck. but look,
2: No one it, Bad, bad. luck.
1: Huda, 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 uh, bad luck. Bad. Huda, 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 bad luck.
2: So Uncle Jesse noticed, Oh no, we lost all our Sammies. I got to go make more. <laughs> the creature uh, from the Green Lagoon. The curse of the Green Lagoon made the cooler disappear. Was it a basket or a cooler? Is it a cooler, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You should be. Uh, so uh, Stephanie is, is ending up finding her way back to the hotel more and more often.
1: Because no one gives a fuck about what she's doing nope. at any given moment of the
2: day. She's out there on the waters off Maui. Uh, this is how it goes. Wow, the waters off Maui were home to zillions of colorful, amazing fish. Blue, yellow, red fish. They flitted this <laughs> no, way. No, no, no. Right Don't <laughs> stop there. <laughs> in front of her eyes. She felt as if she could swim for hours admiring them. Great. Of course, I'd really rather be taking my second hula lesson, she thought. She's out there. This classist like, on bitch, Michelle's yeah. fucking
1: pro science, not believing in bullshit. She's enjoying the fucking culture. All Stephanie wants to feel, like, she just wants to feel like she's fucking rich. She's
2: experiencing like this aquatic life. She's out here on the water. She like, wants to be a child. I want to be. I want to be doing this like hula lesson. Yeah, uh, because she's really good. She's a natural. Her after her first class, the person was like, "You're good." Uh huh. Like they don't tell everyone there that. Yeah. So, um, she ends up, she ends up back and she, uh, at, at the Hawaiian hideaway, uh, and they're like, oh, you gotta come to the second class. We have one slot. It won't happen without you. (laughs) And Lonnie's like, hey, do it. Is this the Shining
1: Hotel? I just think this is the Shining Hotel.
2: Lonnie flashing those amazing dimples. He got him. So uh, she tries poorly again to explain. She can't go to the second class. It was a one-time thing. God damn it. uh, Oh, my God. Yeah. I just found myself here. (laughs) I'm trying to tell you. But they make her go. And then Mahina, the woman that is in charge of the classes, teaching the classes. Is she Hawaiian? She must be. Do they say? Yeah, I think so. Okay. She says, you know what? On Friday, we're doing this big Dance no, at, the, you're not. at the at the no, at the hotel. No, he she a little ain't. presentation. You and ain't. You're gonna be the lead dancer. No, ye ain't. Hear ye, hear ye, ye ain't. You should be the lead dancer. And she's like a lead dancer. What is this? It's a luau this Friday. Luau. Lead dancer in our performance.
1: This is a white sex slave operation. I'm fucking convinced. <laughs> this is fucking weird.
2: And she had to do it because Lonnie was standing right there, he was smiling down at her. And ooh, he was so cute. So cute.
1: How many of well, so five.
2: Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh. Um, so Michelle is sleeping, and she's having a terrible dream that involves Comet. So she's sleeping, and her gold retriever Comet was jumping all over her and licking her face. <laughs> she says, down, boy. Cut uh-uh, it out. Uh-uh. And then he kept jumping on her, and each time he jumped, his claws scratched her. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, no, Comet! A bad dog. Making her itch. No. Oof, As soon what? she was itching all over. So she's not bleeding; no. she's just getting itchy. Michelle, wake up! Comet called. Michelle, wake up! That's weird. Michelle thought. Comet can talk, and he sounds like Stephanie. Michelle, wake up! Michelle wakes up, and she's in her bed, and she's covered in little dots. Oh, no, these bumps. It's not chicken pox. I already had chicken pox. Calm down. I'll get a doctor. <laughs> Stephanie so that, says that? Yeah. Oh so they go, They go get a doctor. Dr. Smythe <laughs> Hello. It's me, Dr. Smythe. He's a round man with a cheeky smile. A cheery. Cheery smile. Ooh, perhaps you could say I have a cheery I mean, smile. Ooh, such a <laughs> so round man, So he says, oh, I it's mean. dermatitis. Oh, it's, um, hold on. <laughs> the so day. everyone knows Michelle has this weird rash And then she's helping Lonnie do chores Or not Lonnie She's helping Joe do like chores in the hotel So she's stacking dishes And then she slips and dishes <sighs> go everywhere uh, It's the curse It's
1: your vacation the the do stack dishes
2: And then she goes back and she notices One of the huts is falling over
1: I was gonna say the fire wind,
2: The wind is blowing it and Michelle's standing there going, b'gah, and the hut the starts falling towards her. She leaps out of the way. Uh, <laughs> oh, now, no! a uh, fu- uh, hut had fallen over and nearly killed her. I think you're reading the Book of Job. Things are <laughs> getting worse and worse. All these accidents thought- are happening while I'm around. The hut fell over. Mm-hmm. I really am cursed. I'm doomed. So, uh... Pffs. Up doomed, Meanwhile, but. Stephanie's having trouble because guess what? The the girls after after uh, I can't after l- hula class they wanna, you're the queen of Hulu. they want to check out uh, Stephanie's room because they think she has a really sweet room. <laughs> Let's go watch a movie in your room.
1: Let's go watch a movie in your room. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Stephanie goes, "Listen, really, my room isn't all that. I'm sorry, Amber, cut her off. I didn't mean to like to sound like I was jealous. It's just that I'm not." Aloha everyone (laughs) Mahino Rushed onto the stage So um, You can't be a real friend And lie Stephanie thought She's thinking this This doesn't matter
1: (laughs) You lying about this Doesn't Matter So uh,
2: Lonnie Lonnie is going up to her And goes You know I've been uh, I've been doing lifeguard stuff I had to break up a major Chicken fight earlier You know People doing chicken fights In the pool Gotta break that shit up Lifeguard You want to go for a walk with me after the luau? How old is he? There's going to be a full moon. What? Ocean's really amazing then.
1: No, wait a minute. It's all... No, Stephanie doesn't even understand. It goes
2: all silver in the She
1: can't understand because she's not in the same chapter as Michelle.
2: No. Brandon, no! And uh, Stephanie's thinking, do I want to go on this thing? I do, but I feel like I'm lying. And he goes, you're not answering. Lonnie sounded nervous. I guess that means you don't want to go for a walk with me. She goes, no, I do. Hula, I got to And Stephanie said, I mean, I would really love to. Uh, and so. You can go out the Stephen walk goes, if you're not a guest. How on earth do I get into these situations? Would it be so terrible if I didn't tell everyone that I'm staying at the Haven? It's not some big, terrible secret. It's not like a robbed a bank or anything, she said. Oh, my God. But there's no way I can give up hula lessons now. I'm, I'm going to have to find Hulu. a way around this whole hotel mix-up. Because no matter what, the show must go on. <laughs> oh, the show must go on. So, uh, like Michelle and Joe go to like a <clears> library <throat> to look up books on the curse. Fucking uh, kill me! <laughs> this Indiana Jones bullshit that they they go and do. They can't find anything. Michelle is uh, is saying, uh, I have to I have to figure something out before tomorrow, before the full moon, or something really bad's gonna happen. Then she finds out about Stephanie's performance, and she's like, Wait, the curse has affected everyone around me. What's Stephanie? How did it affect everybody else? I have to protect her. How did it affect Danny or Becky or Jess? or the twins? I have to, the Sammys. The Sammys, oh, John!
1: Sammys is the unifying factor.
2: Yeah. I have to protect Stephanie. I have to go to this luau. I have to stop her from dancing. I have to stop it from happening.
1: Oh, my God. This is fucking goddamn lung Yeah,
2: Because she finds out about uh, uh, Stephanie spills the beans about the hotel mix-up, and Michelle's like, she tells I'll Michelle? Keep, yeah. Michelle's like, I'll keep it a secret, but you gotta let me come to the haven because there's an archaeological like site nearby and I need to go there <laughs> to find the archaeologist. Nope.
1: <laughs> she does it. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so the idea is that this archaeologist stayed at the hotel for two weeks and then went to a nearby archaeological site?
2: Um, yeah, Dr. Mattson is who they're trying to Hello, find. Oh, it's him. me you talked about, then. Have you met my husband, Dr. Smythe? So, Steffi's like, fine, I'll take you, okay? Um. So, uh, she she goes to the site where Dr. Madsen is, and him and some other men are lifting up the biggest uh. bone she'd ever seen. Oh, yeah. And then she goes there, and then, oh, no, she hears a stone pop loose, and the bone gets a big crack in it. That's her fault, because the car's... Uh, so she, she, uh, tries to go up to someone she thinks is Dr. Matson. They're like, no, Dr. Matson isn't here. He went to the mainland. He's dead. Um, his job is done here now. He's gone. Gone? But what would we do? The curse! It's almost Friday. What will we do? Uh, the Curse of Friday. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, God. Okay, I'll wrap this up. But and they still want to, like, catch that movie. Can we catch that movie in your room? She's like, what God, a movie? No. So she can't get out of it. Or she says, oh, I lost my key. And they're like, oh, we'll just ask one of the chambermaids to open up your room. Steph, Or the front desk. And they, they go and run to the get yeah, a chambermaid. And Stephanie turns to Michelle and goes, run. <laughs> they run away from their friends. Um. Uh, so uh, we get to the... So Michelle and Joe figure out they have to say certain words and then offer... Uh, throw an offering into the ocean. Uh, in not like, the Green Lagoon? Yeah, into the waves of uh, the beach. Why not in, the Green Lagoon itself? In order to uh, make the curse go away. So they have half a granola bar. Boy, so they yeah. throw the granola
1: bar... What they do is they, uh, they're they told by the archaeologists, like, yeah, put $500,000 in cash in a plastic bag. <laughs> Throw it into the wind, and they
2: think it works because as soon as they do that, the the skies get a little brighter. But then Uncle Jesse's missing, <sighs> ah! uh, and they were they were, but then they're found mere seconds <laughs> later because they were just tossed. Uh, there's like, like this tide that. Toss them into the water. Uh, so she thinks it's the That's Jesse you're talking about? Yeah, she thinks it's the curse. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> so uh, uh, Michelle goes to the luau because she thinks Stephanie's the only one that's left. Stephanie twists her hair into a loose bun and checks it out in the mirror. Not bad, but not great. <laughs> that's what that Hey. <laughs> not bad, but not great. You got to take it while you can. So she's uh, she's doing the dance. With all the girls, (laughs) Michelle's noticed that on the curtain on the stage, one of the sandbags is right over Stephanie's head, and the rope is uh, fraying. Uh, So she runs onto the stage and tackles (laughs) Stephanie. (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie says, what are you doing? You fucking bitch. (laughs) Oh, because the the adults aren't around because they went to adults' night. Adults' night out. With the kids.
1: Oh, hey, girls.
2: <laughs> so, uh... A lot of fun of adults, not only. <laughs> so, she saves Stephanie because, <laughs> for some reason, they were watching Nikki and Alex, and Nikki and Alex, like, saw that Stephanie was on stage, and they were like, Stephanie! And they, like, run upstage to, like, join her on the dance. They were, like, what? going to get her. They're not supervised at all? No. They're being watched by Michelle and Oh, uh-huh. Um, sure. Busted! So, uh, uh, Stephanie um, has to admit that she was not at the hotel. Why does she have to admit uh, that? Why does she have to admit that? Um, because uh, Danny and Aunt Becky and all of them show up. And they're like, what are Why? you doing here? I don't know. I don't know. She has to admit, and she's like, and then Mahina's like, the classes are free for anyone. You don't have to be. of the hotel. You didn't do anything wrong. But then Danny's like, well, I don't like you lying to me. Fuck
1: off. <laughs> I had popcorn shrimp and I learned the fucking Hulu, okay? So then, you mean Fuck I off. You
2: mean I didn't really do anything so terrible? And then uh, Michelle's like, oh, this curse. And everyone's like, ha, 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 ha. Michelle, you've told some whoppers before, but this is the looniest. Uh. And then there was this whole thing about a treasure. There's uh, This is in the last two pages of the book. There's a the thing about the treasure and a band of pirates and team of archaeologists and that he Joe only heard part of the legend. So there's real, no real curse or something. So it's like silly. uh, and, and, mm -hmm. Uh, And then Lonnie says, we're all ready to finish the show. So let's go back to the Luau, go back on. And then Stephanie's like, Michelle, you really did save my life though with the sandbag. So you get to sit in the front row of my performance. Best seat in the house for the best sister in the world. The end.
1: That's fucking dumb.
2: <laughs> I know. Brandon. Oh! Uh,
1: thank you for telling me all about your book. Now, thank me for telling you all you about my Thank you for telling book. me all about Club Stuff. Now, what? Club Stuff. <laughs> Club, Stiff. Club Stiff.
2: Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. What? That's the end of my book!
1: Yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah. That's how you do it. You gonna keep your book? No. Did you keep your last book?
2: Yes, it's over on my bookshelf. Why wouldn't you keep the new book, then? I guess I'll keep
1: it. Yeah, you do. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this bonus episode of How Rude, the Full House Podcast. There are many more bonus episodes in our
2: back catalog. Mm-hmm. Download them all. And if, download the rest of the episodes, too. If, if we end up doing a book episode again, I will put this out there to the listeners. If you find a certain title that you want us to cover... You do the research and you let us know. Well, you can't just pick one you gotta pick two yeah pick two books uh, and you can let us know and we'll we'll uh, take those into make those top priority for uh, if we do another book episode. Here are your options. No you have a lot of options not just the club Stephanie or the sisters I, books. I know, but I wanted to read the entire list.
1: I won't this episode's no. probably long enough as it is. <laughs> bye book. <laughs> you can listen to the show in a lot of ways Brandon. How can they listen to the show?
2: Uh, you can find us on iTunes. Uh, if you do uh, look us up on iTunes, please subscribe and give us a five-star review. We would love it. Uh, oh, here's something that I would like to, I think I'm going to say this,
1: and uh, we're, we're recording with our next guest after this, but this episode will come out after that, uh, but I'd like to start this thing now as we're heading into the final chapter of our of our podcast journey. Mm-hmm. Um, we're at uh, I think 90 iTunes reviews. Mm-hmm. What I uh, would really like to have by the end of this uh, experience, I really want to try and get us to 100 Ooh, iTunes like reviews. So uh, that's a very clear uh, challenge for ourselves mm-hmm. and the listenership. So uh, please uh, we always say it, but I would really like to see us get those 10 extra reviews.
2: Yes so and we'll mention that multiple times. the road to 100 hashtag the road to 100 get us there. Only you can. Okay. Um, uh, we're also on Stitcher. You can listen to us there. Our address, where you can find all the episodes, is howrudepodcast.libsyn.com. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook. Uh, we have a Facebook page. Just search for How Rude podcast how rude the full house podcast whatever uh, we have a tumblr where you can find all our supplemental material that's hrpodcast.tumblr.com um we have a gmail uh, you can write us uh, any comments feedbacks concerns questions the how rude podcast at gmail.com and then we're both individually on twitter i'm at bwe shock and my twitter handle is j-o-n-p-e-r-n-i-s-e-k thank you for listening <clears throat> the end and read a book smell those pages ink ink and paper ink paper put it all together sniff plastic covers this Uh, is the part of the
1: binding this this is the part of the show where Mm -hmm. This is the part of the show where Brandon and I say our names as individuals. Mm. I say, and we'll see you next time on. And then together we say the phrase, "How rude." Mm. Ready, Brandon?
2: I'm ready.
1: I'm John Pertec. I'm Brandon Shockney. And we'll see you next time on. How, mm. How rude.
0: Mm. 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 How. Mm
2: turn the page. Words.
0: Numbers.
1: It would be wrong of me to include this. You get that, right? This is disgusting. This is fucking disgusting. You're disgusting. This is a (laughs) violation. This is disgusting.
0: To name me woman of the year Wasn't what you'd call a fluke I understand I won it in a breeze, so the ladies should be thrilled. Their expectations are fulfilled as I'm broadening my field of expertise. I wrote the book on how to be cool, I wrote the book on how to be strong. I wrote book on how to interpret the news and never be wrong. I wrote the book on how to be tough. I wrote the book on how to be terse. I wrote the book on every subtextual phrase in Eliot's verse. I wrote the book on how to have class. I wrote the book on how to have clout. I wrote the book on reading government pamphlets and doping them out. So when it comes to losing a man, you'll find it unsurprisingly true. that last week, I wrote that book too.